Hello and welcome to the Jonathan Bell Show. This is a show documenting my journey after quitting my 9-to-5 job to pursue a career being a creative. Thank you for tuning in. What's up, folks? Another interview today with uh, Miss Caitlin Anderson. She's an author. How are you doing, Caitlin? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. And uh, you are an author. Yes. Anything you're working on recently? Yeah, I'm actually, um, I've been working on a science fiction fantasy trilogy for the last five, six years or so. Um, And I actually just got a publishing deal um, about six months ago. Oh, watch out world. Yeah. (laughs) So I've just been working with um, my publisher and my editor and book one should be out in June um, and then book two immediately after that. So we're just working on that trilogy and getting it out there so everybody can read it. And then in a couple years, it'll be a movie. That's the dream. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's every author's dream now when they write a book. Am I going to see this in the theater? (laughs) That would be pretty dang awesome. So can you let everybody know what it's about? Yeah, of course. Um, So this book was somewhat inspired by my love of just all things fandom. I grew up with, I was a child in the 90s, so I grew up with, um, you know, X-Men animated series and the comic books. Um, And I grew up with Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, and all these kind of different forms of media that had these powerful women in them and they were taking place in these fantastical settings and so that really is what started my love of writing and creating those worlds um so this book is called reliance um and it's the first book in a three-part trilogy and it's a sci-fi fantasy that if i had to put it in one sentence i would say superheroes in space that's Um, pretty interesting it's about yeah (laughs) it's about um what happens when kind of all of these planets are colonized and unionized and people and aliens are forced into a caste system and it's kind of about what happens several generations later when humans and different alien breeds have begun to have children and they have these incredible abilities because of their parentage and they're also persecuted because of those abilities so it's about a a group of these persecuted hybrids that um are kind of on the outliers of space and the the series is about them kind of taking back the galaxy and exposing secrets within the government and it's, it's just a fun story about um oppressed groups and and people with all kinds of different personalities and abilities. That sounds pretty awesome. So you said you've been working us for five or six years? Yes, off and on while at work I would <laughs> pull up my documents and just be writing constantly, but it took about five or six years to get the whole three books where I wanted them to be. Do you remember the first moment you had that epiphany for this trilogy? Yeah, um, I, I remember um, I was... Joss Whedon is just a huge inspiration for me. I love the way that he writes his characters um, for TV and film, and I love the way that he writes women. And um, Firefly was one of my favorite shows when it was on the air. Um, And after seeing Firefly, there were a couple of years where I was just like, I really wish there was a character I I more identified with in that show. Um, 
and that was kind of my brainchild for creating sci-fi with characters with um you know disabilities and mental health issues i have had post-traumatic stress disorder for several years and i kind of had this desire to see other characters like me who had this diagnosis but were still able to do these really cool things in fantastical settings Um, because a lot of times when you read books about people with mental health disorders that's the story is their disorder as opposed to this is something that they use to enhance their life Um, and so between kind of looking for that in in a show that I absolutely loved and is almost 100% perfect um, I decided I wanted to write something for people like me so you could see that representation but it wasn't just about a mental health diagnosis it was about these cool characters living their life and going on adventures oh that that makes total sense so did you have anything before this trilogy nothing published I uh, I've had an article on the the Oregonian um and I've written you know, I have several other books that are in the process of being written. This one was just always the nearest and dearest to my heart just because I love science fiction fantasy. Um, I think it's amazing. I think it's a great way to, you know, shine the light on societal issues in a fantastical setting so people almost don't realize that they're ingesting what's going on in the world that they live in. Um, and so this one has just been kind of my baby. Oh, I mean, that that makes total sense. So between all three, I kind of want to ask how how did this come about? Did you have the whole kind of script for long enough and then divide it into three books? Or did you start the first and then start at the second and then the third? Or did you kind of write all three simultaneously? Yeah, so um, I started the first book and as I was kind of creating the story and the characters, I I realized it was not going to be enough to just put it in one book. It needed to tell its story over a few books. Um, And so I just kind of split up where I wanted it to go um, into three different parts. And I started by writing the first book. And while I was trying to get the first book published, I've been writing the second book. Um, And the third book is completely plotted, but not finished yet. Um, so it was just kind of a process of, of sitting down and as I was writing it, realizing that it was going to take more than one book to tell the story I wanted to tell. Uh, so having three, that's that's pretty dang good amount of time put in. What yeah. <laughs> what advice would you give people for the learning curve that you obviously have just learned with three books and getting a publishing deal? You know, getting published is a long process. Um, I have been trying to get this book represented by an agent for, I think, since I started writing it six years ago. I, I, it took me about a year to write the book, and I didn't really know a whole lot about you know, being represented by agents and the publishing process, and it was a huge, huge learning curve. Um, so my, my first bit of advice is take advantage of Twitter, and that's that's been such a huge source of information for me as a writer. The writing community on Twitter is amazing, and they have all kind of been through different parts of the process, so you can gather a lot of information. Um, and, and what I just did is, you know, I read books, I looked up articles, I um, did my research, and, you know, I was reaching out to agents, trying to get represented, 
and it took several years. I would have, you know, requests for partial manuscript, requests for the full manuscript, um, but it wasn't until this last year that I was contacted by End Papers Press, which is a publishing company in California, and they wanted to publish the book, and it was one of the best moments of my life. Oh, I could imagine. Um, How did you celebrate? My, my, it was actually my husband's birthday. Um, and so he, he said it was like his birthday present. And, you know, we also celebrated his birthday, but at the same time getting published because, you know, he's a writer too. And it's, it's the dream is to see your book in print. Um, and a lot of people self-publish, which is also a great way. There's a lot of indie authors out there getting their work out, putting it out themselves. Um, I would say if you're trying to go for traditional publishing, the, the key is just patience and it's always being willing to, you know, edit your work and make it as marketable as it can be. Um, some people don't want to do that. So they, they self publish and that's also another way to go about it. And it's both are totally valid and awesome. Oh, I, I can't even imagine the hoops and the phone calls and the replies and let's everything to go into getting this done, which is, pretty pretty damn awesome so congratulations for that like i i couldn't even imagine you must have been so happy it was it was a childhood dream come true it really was so after you finish the third one is there another idea brewing in the back of your brain somewhere or in the front of your brain oh yeah i have a ton of of books that are you know half written or i have a couple finished books that i haven't put out the feelers to see if i could get them published but um so yeah my my ideas do not run out i mean it's kind of hard being a creative to run out sometimes right yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> um do you have any excerpts online for people to read um i actually there's a press release um for the book which kind of gives it gives the background of the book and what it's about um that was sent out by my publisher i can supply a link on my Twitter um, and it just kind of gives you plot summary when you can expect it, stuff like that. Oh, and on that note, I guess I should ask you, how can people find you on the internet? I um, am very active on Twitter at Fever Dreams Lit and um, I am currently working on my website. My husband and I are going to co-own a website together for both of our projects. So as soon as that is completely up and running, I will be sure to post that on Twitter so people can find me there as well. Twitter is amazing. You know, I, I honestly, it's like people, I feel like people have given up on Twitter and it's like you guys have no idea how much you're missing out by not being no. on Twitter. Yeah, the, there's so much information and the, the people that I follow and that follow me are just so supportive and it's all about being creative and getting support for your creativity. Yeah. I mean, my first thing is like, well, I'm not, the one thing I hear from everybody is, well, I'm not funny enough for Twitter or I don't want to talk about politics. And I'm like, (laughs) well, you don't have to be funny for one. And two, you don't have to talk about politics. I mean, there's a mute word for a reason. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, Caitlin, thank you so much for for wanting to come on and let me talk to you about your book. It it sounds really good. I'm actually good. As soon as you post that link on Twitter, I'm going to read a little bit about it so I could see exactly what it's about. But honestly, like I, I really do appreciate you taking the time out today to talk about your book and the steps that it took to make that happen. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.
Well, that's Caitlin Anderson, and you're on Twitter again one more time as? At Fever Dreams Lit. At Fever Dreams Lit. All right, Caitlin, thank you very much. I hope you have a good rest of the day. Thank you. You too. <laughs> Bye. That was Caitlin Anderson, and I know exactly what I'm going to do is check her Twitter after this and find out if she put that link up so I could read about Reliance. Have a good rest of the day, folks, and thank you for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode.